0: Bottom-up Assembly of Synthetic Cells with a DNA Cytoskeleton An article by Kevin Janke, Kirsten Goepfreich and others from Max Planck Institute of Medical Research, ACS Nano 2022 Abstract Cytoskeletal elements like actin and myosin have been reconstituted inside lipid vesicles towards the vision to reconstruct cells from the bottom-up. Here we realize the de novo assembly of entire artificial DNA-based cytoskeletons with programmed multifunctionality inside synthetic cells. Giant unilamellar lipid vessels serve as cell-like compartments in which the DNA cytoskeletons are repeatedly and reversibly assembled and disassembled with light using the cis-trans isomeration of a azobenzene moiety positioned in the DNA tiles. Importantly, we induced ordered bundling of hundreds of DNA filaments into more rigid structures with molecular crowders. We quantify and tune the persistent length of the bundled filaments to achieve the formation of ring-like cortical structures inside curves, resembling acting rings that form during cell division. Additionally, we show that filaments DNA can be programmably linked to the compartment periphery using cholesterol-tagged DNA as a linker. The linker concentration determines the degree of cortex-like network formation, and we demonstrate that the DNA cortex-like network can deform gives from within, all in all. This showcases the potential of DNA nanotechnology to mimic the diverse functions of a cytoskeleton in synthetic cells. <music> Growth and development, organization, adaptation, stimuli, response, and reproduction, many of the features that characterize living cells are dependent on their active cytoskeletons engineering multifunctional cytoskeletons for synthetic cells thus brings us closer towards the audacious vision of engineering life from the bottom up. The reconstruction of natural cytoskeletal filaments like actin or microtubules inside cell-sized lipid vesicles sheds light on the minimal set of proteins needed for the formation of biologically relevant structures such as actin rings or membrane protrusions. Concomitantly, the combination of these minimal functional units proved to be challenging because the functionality of one element is often compromised by the addition of others. There is a hint that a true engineering approach to synthetic biology may benefit from customized materials to not only mimic but also ultimately exceed the functionality of natural cytoskeletons. Here, DNA nanotechnology allows nanoscale objects that self assemble into predefined architectures, including transmembrane channels, motors, scaffolds, and, in particular, DNA filaments, to be precisely and programmably designed. Despite their obvious relevance for bottom up synthetic biology, most of these components have not yet been reconstituted inside lipid vesicles. This is in particular desirable in the case of DNA filaments, as features like the formation of ring-like structures or protrusions require confinement. While the encapsulation of DNA scaffolds into lipid vesicles to provide passive mechanical support has been achieved, it is now crucial to engineer multiple DNA-based dynamic functions inside GIFs. Towards this aim, DNA filaments, as more versatile cytoskeleton mimics, have only very recently been encapsulated into water and oil droplets. However, the high surface tension compared to dye in lipid vesicles and the lack of a surrounding aqueous environment prevents the implementation of downstream functions. Here, we realize a programmable And multifunctional DNA cytoskeleton composed of DNA filaments. The DNA filaments can be engineered to self assemble reversibly upon a light stimulus inside giant unilamellar lipid vesicles. Moreover, DNA filaments can be bundled using molecular crowders, and their persistence length is tuned by the choice of crowder. Finally, they can be engineered to form ring-like architectures and membrane protrusions in confinement. Results and discussion Assembly and encapsulation of DNA-side skeletons into goofs First, we set out to reconstitute DNA-side skeletons inside goofs. The DNA skeleton is assembled from individual DNA tiles composed of five single-stranded DNA oligomers, they self-assemble into hollow filamentous DNA nanotubes. To realize versatile functions inside goofs, we use three different sets of DNA tiles for the filament formation. The single-tile ST DNA filaments consist of only one type of DNA tile with sequence-complementary five nucleotide long sticks overhangs on its ends. The two-tile design uses two orthogonal tiles, which can only polymerize into filaments once they are combined. Here, the sticky overhang of tile A is designed to bind to tile B, but not to itself. Alternatively, the single tile DNA tiles are modified with light-sensitive azobenzene moieties at the sticky overhangs of the single tile STAZO. We verify the assembly of all three types of tiles into DNA filaments with cryo-electron microscopy, revealing a diameter of 14.5 plus minus 1.8 nanometer consistent. With the formation of a 12 to 14 LX bundle for all tile designs. Furthermore, we analyze the filament length with confocal microscopy, revealing that single tile and two-tile DNA filaments do not differ significantly in the mean length of 6.8 plus minus 4.3 and 6.4 plus minus 3.6 micrometer, respectively. On the other hand, Single tile azobenzene filaments are shorter, with a mean length of 4.7 plus minus 2.3 micrometer, due to the addition of azobenzene into the sticky overhangs. Note that there is likely always a small fraction of azobenzenes in the cis state, which limits filament growth. Importantly, micrometer-long filaments are successfully formed from all three types of tiles. It's notable that single tile DNA filaments assemble inside goofs in a high yield. This is achieved by first encapsulating the DNA tiles together with small unilamella lipid vesicles inside surfactant stabilized water in oil droplets. In the presence of negatively charged surfactants and divalent ions, they serve fuse at the droplet periphery to form a spherical supported lipid bilayer at the water oil interface. By breaking up the water and oil immersion with a destabilizing surfactant, we are able to release freestanding DNA tile containing goofs into the aqueous phase. Importantly, the DNA filaments assemble in confinement. They only form after the release into the aqueous phase Due to DNA filament disassembly in the presence of negatively charged surfactants in the oil phase. After the goof release and DNA filament assembly, single-tile DNA filaments are homogeneously distributed and dynamic in the lumen of grooves. We find that both single-tile and two-tile tiles form filaments inside goofs. However, the assembly kinetics are slower For the two tiles, by quantifying the assembly processes inside GUFs for single-tile and two-tile DNA filaments, we observe the single-tile DNA filament assembly takes about 30 minutes and is at least two-fold faster than two-tile filament assembly. After longer periods of time, the two-tile filaments cluster due to the presence of magnesium ions light-triggered reversible assembly of DNA cytoskeletons. An important feature of cellular cytoskeletons is the possibility to reversibly assemble inside cells in a stimuli-responsive manner. Here we exploit the technological advantage of DNA nanotechnology to gain full spatiotemporal control over the assembly and disassembly of the DNA filaments inside groups. For this purpose, we place a For those switchable azobenzene moiety internally in the sticky overhangs of the single tile design. In its trans form, azobenzene can intercalate into DNA and induce base stacking interactions that stabilize the DNA duplex. However, in its cis form, azobenzene blocks the hydrogen bonds of its neighboring base. We position the azobenzene moiety two bases before the end of the five nucleotide long sticky overhang, such that the trans isomerization should render the connection between the tiles unstable and hence induce filament disassembly. Importantly, filament disassembly can be triggered locally with UV illumination. Over time, azobenzene relaxes back into the energetically favorable transform. Which in turn allows the filaments composed of the single tile azobenzene tiles to reassemble. We encapsulate the single tile azobenzene tiles into grooves and follow the assembly and disassembly process inside individual grooves with confocal microscopy. The trans to isomerization. And thereby, filament disassembly was induced with 15 seconds of illumination with a UV lamp integrated into the confocal microscopy. We quantified the reversibility by analyzing the normalized porosity of the DNA filament fluorescence, which serves as a measure for the degree of polymerization. Note that the porosity drops within seconds from 100 to 18.2% after UV illumination. We verify that standard single tile DNA filaments without azobenzene do not disassemble after UV illumination. Over the course of 30 minutes, the azobenzene relaxes back into its trans isomer, leading to filament reassembly inside the same groove at a rate comparable to that of the two tile filaments. The initial porosity is nearly restored. The full disassembly-assembly cycle can be repeated reproducibly five times with some fatigue in the last two cycles. The imperfect reassembly may likely be attributed to magnesium-mediated clustering of DNA filaments, which becomes apparent at longer time scales. Note that due to the short illumination times of seconds, UV damage is expected to be minimal after repeated cycles. We have shown that DNA filaments can be reconstituted into GIFs and that DNA technology allows for the implementation of the highly dynamic assembly and disassembly with full spatial-temporal control inside the confinement of a synthetic cell bundling of DNA filaments. Inspired by cytoskeletal cortex formation, which modulates cell morphology and stiffness, we engineer DNA filaments cortices on the inner groove membrane to modulate the stiffness and the morphology of the grooves. Cortex formation can in principle be achieved by physical or chemical means, namely by increasing the filament's persistence length above the diameter of the compartment or by introducing chemical interactions with the lipid membrane. For example, actin filaments are bundled during cell division, which increases their persistence length and thus supports the formation of actin rings. We achieve bundling of DNA filaments based on the depletion effect by addition of molecular crowders. We find that the addition of micromolecular dextrin, methyl cellulose, as well as polyethylene glycol, completely changes the appearance of the DNA filaments. They bundle into tens of micrometers long rigid filaments, whereby the length depends on the chemical nature of the crowder as well as on its molecular weight. Filaments bundled with methyl cellulose and, say, are significantly longer than dextrin-bundled filaments at the same molecular weight of the crowder, but both bundling agents cause a significant increase in filament length compared to the bare single-tiled filaments. Importantly, we can tune the bundle length using dextrin of different molecular weights, yielding filaments with length of 8.1 4.6 20.2 20.2 plus minus 10.2 and 24.4 plus minus 12 micrometer, respectively. The bundling process influences not only the length but also the persistence of the DNA filaments. A larger molecular weight of the crowded general leads to increased filament length and increased persistent length with values of up to 26.8 plus minus 0.8 micrometer. The persistent length of the DNA filaments was calculated by tracing the filaments coordinates and calculating the average tangent correlation. This indicates that the filaments indeed form bundles, which we verify with cryo and transmission electron microscopy. The DNA filament bundles comprise hundreds of individual DNA filaments, which are lined with a high degree of order. The bundles have an average diameter of 418 plus minus 144 nanometer in the presence of 35 kilodalton dextrin. Note that even though the persistent length of encapsulated bundle DNA filaments is very similar to the one of acting filaments, the polymerization rate is one order of magnitude lower. This makes less likely to observe protrusions from within. They give as reported for actin filaments. Next, we reconstitute the bundle DNA filaments inside goofs. We choose dextran as a crowding agent as formation of goofs in the presence of MC was not successful. In particular, the fusion process of the sooths at the droplet periphery was inhibited, likely due to the higher viscosity of MCA we choose dextrin with a molecular weight of 35 kDelta because the resulting persistence length of 21.7 plus minus 0.6 micrometer is maximal and matches the groove diameter. After DNA filaments are encapsulated in the presence of dextrin, the large persistent length and the depletion effect cause the DNA filament bundles to localize and condense at the groove periphery. Moreover, for GIFs with a diameter below 15 micrometer, i.e., smaller than the persistence length of the DNA bundle, we achieve the reproducible formation of ring like structures inside the GIFs around their circumference. By employing single tile azobenzene tiles for DNA bundle formation, we can also induce the bundle disassembly within GIFs using UV illumination although only after long illumination times. We have thus realized the formation of DNA filament bundles and reconstituted ring formation based on these entirely synthetic building blocks inside GUVs. Formation of DNA cortex-like networks within GUVs. In cells, ring formation requires bundling of filaments whereas membrane deformation relies on a link between the actin filaments and the cell's periphery to establish cell shape or to form protrusions during cell migration. In analogy, to establish groove shape with a DNA-based cortex-like network, we link the DNA cytoskeleton to the membrane with cholesterol attacked DNA. For this purpose, one of the strands of the single tile was extended with a single-stranded DNA overhang. A sequence-complementary cholesterol-tagged DNA is added to the surface diffused at the droplet interface during guv formation. In this way, the cold DNA localizes at the inner bilayer leaflet of the guv and serves as an attachment point for the filaments. To first of all verify that the membrane-bound DNA filaments are intact, and the membrane we form a supported lipid bilayer (SLB) and functionalize it with a cold DNA. With confocal microscopy, we verify the successful binding of single tile cold DNA filaments to the SLB. We find that DNA filaments are diffusive and even undergo membrane-assisted growth and occasionally breakage. An average ST-cold DNA filaments on a SLB are smaller than bare single-tile DNA filaments, likely due to steric hydrants or the additional electrostatic and diffusive forces acting on the filaments once they are bound to the membrane. Similar to the case of DNA bundling, we observe the formation of a DNA filament-cortex-like structure underneath the inner gove membrane when the DNA filaments are linked with cold DNA. Interestingly, we also observe a significantly higher yield of grooves with our droplet-stabilized groove method indicating a mechanical stabilization of the grooves, As shown in figure 3e, fluorescence recovery after photoblinching FRAP confirms the presence of intact DNA filaments on the groove membrane which yield Six-fold lower diffusion coefficients of the filaments, equal 0.38 plus minus 0.21 micrometer square second, compared to those of unpolymerized cholesterol coat DNA tiles. Additionally, we confirmed that lipid diffusion is only weakly affected by the presence of the DNA cortex-like network by changing the amount of cholesterol-tagged DNA at the Gove periphery we turn the degree of DNA cortex-like network formation. The degree of DNA cortex-like structure formation can be quantified by the ratio of the DNA filament intensity on the membrane I peri of the filament intensity in the Gove lumen I in. Cortex-like network formation is enhanced in higher concentrations of cold DNA and saturates when the cold DNA is supplied at a ratio of 1 to 1 compared to the DNA tiles. Ultimately, a membrane-like DNA cortex-like network should be capable of estimating give shape. For this purpose, we use two-fold high amounts of DNA filaments, and the fleet they gives to an homosolarity ratio of C out to C in equal to. Deflation provides sufficient excess membrane area to allow for goof deformation. Figure 3 g depicts representative examples of the successful deformation of goofs from within. The internal DNA cortex-like network established the goof shape. The grooves often exhibit straight segments which likely correspond to straight DNA filaments lying at the periphery. To quantify the degree of deformation, we analyze the give circularity and find that deflated GUVs are significantly less spherical than undeflated GUVs, with circularities of 0.955 plus minus 0.013 and 0.995 plus minus 0.001, respectively. Gives also remain more static in their deformed shape over time, again confirming their mechanical stabilization. In contrast, the fitted gifs that contain single tile DNA filaments without the core DNA handles exhibit upper end membrane fluctuations. Previously, gifs were deformed externally with multi layer DNA origami structures only. However, it remained unclear whether DNA filaments or DNA tile structures, in general, are sufficiently rigid to deform membranes. Furthermore, it was unclear whether deformation can be achieved from within the gove, where the confined volume limits the amount of DNA that is available for membrane attachment. Hence, in addition to ring formation, we have implemented another pivotal characteristic of cytoskeletal filaments inside synthetic cells, namely their linkage to the inner membrane for mechanical support to stabilize non spherical curve shapes. Conclusion In summary, we have engineered programmable, versatile, and functional cytoskeletons made from DNA inside GIFs as synthetic cell models. Despite recent progress in the assembly of GIFs and the reconstitution of natural cytoskeletal filaments, it can be difficult to purify or co-encapsulate a multitude of necessary proteins or to engineer them for versatile types of functions. Here, we achieved a diverse set of functions based on nucleic acids as engineerable and inertly biocompatible molecular binding blocks and reconstitute them inside GIFs. Furthermore, we showed that by adapting the DNA tile design, DNA filaments with a variety of customized functions can be obtained. These include the reversible light-mediated filament assembly and disassembly. DNA bundles with precise persistent length to trigger DNA formation of ring-like structures and the formation of DNA cortices that can deform grooves from within. Notably, these are only a few examples of conceivable functions of DNA-based cytoskeletons due to the variety of possible DNA structures. In the future, it will be especially exciting to equip DNA filaments with molecular motors, for intracellular cargo transport, force generation and contractility. Moreover, the encapsulation of DNA filaments into girth sets a milestone for the reconstitution of any of the other DNA based components that have already been developed for synthetic cells. It should be straightforward to use the same droplet stabilized girth for all of these components. Which have rarely been implemented in confinement. All in all, DNA in our technology proves to be a versatile tool to build various functional models for synthetic cells. Their inherent compatibility and the here demonstrated possibility to reconstitute them inside gives raised the prospects for a synthetic cell that consists of merely de novo synthesized parts. It will be exciting to witness it fully de novo assembled synthetic cells may even be achieved before their counterparts consisting of biological building blocks. Thank you for listening. Please follow me on the podcast platforms Spotify, Google Podcasts um, or Twitter so we can send touch.